Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. You're listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. And when I said that, it's like, oh shit! Uh, that sounded like I meant there's a body here. Yeah, no, okay. I I think people would not uh, be surprised, whatever that meant. <laughs> uh, I swear, it's the heat for me. I was really thinking I was like a superhero now. I could go out in the garden any time of day or night. I could weed. I could pick peas. I could do whatever. And I went out this morning. It was cool. It was relatively cool. But I, I felt like I swam out to the garden. Oh, yeah. And I tried to do some weeding, which is not hard. I just bent over and started pulling stuff up. And the sweat was pouring off me. Oh. It was, my braids were totally wet, and there was sweat dripping off the ends of my little braids. <laughs> Bless your heart. Uh, I was like, it's not hot. What is it, like 68 degrees? Uh. Uh, yeah, but it's 68 humid humid degrees <sighs> I know it's not even the moods it's not even really summer no well it um, is I think it's summer but yeah well, it's terrible technically yeah yeah no so what's it gonna be like in August well, I think about but honestly I would rather have it wet and hot than just hot and I know that sounds crazy people go oh but dry heat it's not so bad heat is heat so if it's wet, at least it's wet, and I don't have to water the garden. Well, now that <laughs> me and you are exactly the opposite on that, because I I don't like the human humidity kills my lungs. Oh yeah, mine too. Yeah, I'm mine just too. Ugh, ugh. and so for me, I'm just like no. Oh, if if there was some some way that was not terrible for the environment, I would live in air conditioning. Yeah. But air conditioning makes me feel slightly guilty. So. No, I can see that. Um, uh, it's such a waste of, you know. This place we're traveling to uh, is uh, is out in Missouri. And it's already hotter than Satan's knickers out there. <laughs> and But they're going to put the presenters in an air conditioned cabin. And I thought, oh, what if I could just do my classes in the air conditioned uh, cabin? Uh. But then the week after that, I'm going to Southern Ohio, and there will be no air conditioning. Now, aren't so, you going to Florida in the middle of hot? The hot no, summer? October. Oh, okay. Yeah, October. It's, oh, it's, it's still I am, hot. But I it's am still. going to New Orleans in August. <laughs> they invited me to that thing. I guess 2019 was the first year I did it. And I just laughed, and I said, nobody goes to New Orleans in August. Are you crazy? And he said, why do you think the hotel rooms are so cheap? 
That's the time I do it when I can book all y'all into really nice hotels because mm -hmm. nobody wants to be there. I wouldn't. I said, you're going to have to have a litter for me and you'll have to have some really young, handsome men that come and pick me up in my air-conditioned lobby oh. and carry me to wherever the event yes. is. He said, he, said, he said, I think you'll be able to walk. Yeah. You said litter. I was like, why do you need cat litter? <laughs> no, I want to be picked up like... Salome and Carrie to where I'm going. <laughs> and somebody with a big broom of ostrich feathers. Right to, to just, stand yes, as I go. Somebody to peel the grapes. <laughs> as it was, it wasn't bad that year. I mean, you know. New Orleans. I did, didn't mm. do a whole lot of touring around. I had a little store where I went to buy lunch. Every day, and it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. I, man I managed it. It's just, oh, it's so humid there. Though. Oh, it it's is like, so, so everything there. I don't even know how they have wooden furniture, wooden doors. <laughs> but you oh, try and open up a drawer, and if you can get it open, uh -huh. the phone book or something will have mold on it. That's <laughs> crazy. Well, now I'm laughing because I'm looking at that cabinet right over there, and that bottom door, the yeah. one closest to the that half circle cabinet. You know, that thing has been stuck for over a year. And when it stopped raining and finally dried out, I put my shoulder against it and opened it finally. And then I haven't closed it all the way because I don't want I don't oh have to gosh. deal with it again. It's just <laughs> mason jars. It's not nothing important. I lived here 14 months and never opened that. No, you never could have because it was oh, it was stuck big time. Never even occurred but to now me. Now it's um, <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, my dream life, I still dream about being here. <laughs> sitting right there. Sitting sitting right here. Well, it was like a time out of time, COVID time. Yeah. I finished up my, you know, I did a plague diary. Yeah, you did. And I finished it up today because the numbers are so low nationally. And the North Carolina numbers are so so low and they're not changing a lot. And I just thought, this is going to be my last one. And I've got like three or four pages left in that whole book. But I've been doing it since, uh, I think, February of last year. And I finished it up today. And I just wow. closed it up and put it away. And if, uh, if heaven forfend, we get another batch of this and have to start counting again, I'll get a new book and I'll, I'll start it again. But I, I was kind of glad to put that by. I guarantee it. So... What do you do with the diary? Once it's done? I'm listening to the bird. Yeah. yeah, once it's done. Oh, I don't know. I was talking to Joe today. I mean, I've got shelf after shelf. I've been keeping journals since I was in high school. And I've got Man. all these journals. And, I mean, what do you do with them? I feel like I should have a great big party and burn them all. Burn them. Yes. Oh, yes. Because I don't think my daughter is going to want to read about how her mama was when she was 25. Because that's a wild thing. She's like, my mama was doing who? My mama was zooming who? You know, I don't even want to hear you say that. I don't because, well, <laughs> one of the, you know, I've got a little library at home of just stuff I like to read. One of my favorite things that I've ever bought is somebody else's diary. <laughs> and I read it, and they were, they were, evidently they were wealthy, Ooh. because they were on um, a ship traveling across the ocean. Oh, how nice. And every day she'd write what they had to eat, 
and oh. what they were going to wear and what life was like back then and it was it is one of my favorite books of all time because I absolutely felt like I was in that time period. Oh, and, that's nice. And yeah. so for you, you've got all this esoteric knowledge. Yeah, I didn't write much of that down. Mostly it's about who's Zooming who. Well, maybe. It might be Some who's bad poetry, yeah. you know, gossip, that kind of stuff. I will probably um, leave it up to my daughter. She's the only one I think would be interested in even remotely in it and just say to her I can destroy them before I die or I can leave them for you in a box and you can decide whether or not you want to do that because you may want to keep them until you're old or you may just be like I don't want to know I know I know way too much about my mama now I don't want to know all that so I'll, I'll let her decide that. Uh, picture this okay whatever after whatever happens and you're gone and it's a hundred years from now, and books are sought-after antiques. <laughs> like you think humans are going to be around in a hundred years? No, I don't know. No, I don't. We're too damn stupid. I, and we're going to do away with ourselves. I mean, even if we're around, I don't think we'll be reading. Really? You I think we'll think, be that dumb? I think we will give up reading because it's going to be so easy to have audio versions of everything. I know it's horrifying to think about. No, it can't be. It can't, we can't do that. Look at TikTok. TikTok's all videos. Little tiny bit videos, big videos. That's what people want. They don't want to have to read. They want to have it delivered to them in the size bite that they can digest. It has to be visually exciting. It has to be exciting to listen to. And I, I don't know that people are going to be reading in 100 years. I mean, I hope they will because I'm a writer. <laughs> yeah, your progeny will but, read. They'll be too stubborn yeah, to not read. Yeah, but she's not going to be alive in 100 years. Well, maybe her child will be or something. Yeah, maybe, you never know. maybe. Or whatever, but yeah, no. But you I, also don't know how your children are going to be. So my child true. is a reader, but her, if she had a child, that child might not be a reader. And the child after that might not. I mean, you just don't know. You yeah. don't know how people are. Everybody's individual. They gotta be who they gotta be. That's true. Well, but I still think the archaeologists would totally adore it. <laughs> so there was a guy. Uh, Can there you was, imagine? There was a guy who came to the hotel uh, a lot for a period of time, and we found out that he was a writer. Uh huh. And he's a nice fellow. He's an older guy. After his book was published, he gave me a copy of one, and it, it was really interesting book. It was the story of these archaeologists who discovered what they thought was a burial site, and they had all these sarcophagi, sarcophagi or whatever, <laughs> the, the sarcophaguses there, and all these big burial chambers and the place where the sacrifices would be made and so on and so forth. It was the damn days in. Oh. <laughs> the sarcophagus was the bathtub. Oh, oh, how funny. Yeah, they had these, yeah. So cert only certain things survived. <laughs> but they, and they the totally guessed. sarcophagus. Right, right. Mm. And so think about that. What if your books and your diaries survived and then they totally got them wrong? <laughs> they, were like, they, they were able to translate the language, but you then know, they decided that it must mean that you were 
you know, something else. That was insane. She thought Appalachia was covered with trees. Well, I mean, since all of California moved here, there are no trees. There's, there's, uh, there's houses on top of every mountain. There are villages on top of every mountain. And everyone is talking about their view shed, so they have to cut down all the trees. Imagine, she was writing like there were actually trees in Appalachia. And poor people. Huh. It would be, I think it would be beyond that. Because what they might not know what Appalachia meant, but every uh, time you would write about it, they might assume it was your lover. Because of, <laughs> <'cause> of <laughs> I do love Appalachia. It's true. Yeah, you but never. Maybe know. not in the same way. Well, see, hmm. that would be the ultimate kind of time travel mind f kind of thing. Yeah, wouldn't if, it? If you yeah. Get, so you never know. I'm a fan of if you've bothered to handwrite it. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a guy I was watching an Italian cooking show today, and he was he was all the kinds of meatballs. He would come home from school and he'd be thinking, "Oh, I hope my mommy made meatballs today." Oh, he just loves meatballs so much. <laughs> and then at the end, he's talking about it. He said, "Meatballs are time traveling machines. You eat a meatball, and it's the same meatball." that your mom made, and the same kind of meatball, your grandma, and your great-grandma. It's just a way to travel in time all the way hmm. back to your family. And I thought, huh, I like that. I do too. I like that idea. Well, that's interesting because we were talking about smells doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think sound. Certain mm -hmm. songs. Mm -hmm. You know, I know your song for the week. It's the Willie song. On the road again. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's a song that is... Do you ever have those songs that kind of, you know the end of the first line, and then you know the middle of the next line, <laughs> and then you know what the chorus sounds like, but you can't quite make out the words in your head? I've got one of those songs in my head right now, uh -huh. and I can't, I can't pull up enough of it to look it up. And I think it was something, it's a folk song, and I think it's something maybe Lorena McKennett did. Okay. But I just, I don't have enough of it yet to find it. Ah, it's making me crazy. If you get like three words, Ilsa will be able to find it. <laughs> you go, Ilsa. I've never Ilsa seen anything knows how like to do it. all that stuff. So, you ready to travel? You know, I am. Um, because it'll feel normal? No, because it feels very abnormal. At the end of 2019, I think I'd done at that point 19 or 20 festivals and conferences and engagements. Yeah, I remember. Which is not, you know, that's not a big deal. If you're, if you're like a musician, mm -hmm. that is a really pitiful year. But when I go to a, like a festival, it's a week out, and I may teach three or four classes or do a ritual. Um, so, it, you know, it takes a week to get all that stuff done. But by the end of 2019, I was tired. I was so tired. Mm -hmm. But um, but I didn't even have to think about what to take. Yeah. You know, I would go, oh, that place is pretty hot. I'm taking this, 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 this. But now all of it is kind of blended together in my head. Mm -hmm. And I keep stopping and go, wait. Oh my gosh, I need sunscreen. I need to bring sunscreen. Oh, oh my gosh, I need to get some bug spray. You know, all that stuff. Mm. That normally I would have just been like, wouldn't even thought about it. Bug spray, ugh, man. I hate that stuff. I hate that with a passion. I hate sunscreen with a passion. I do too. But 
as you can see, I, I like, need it. Yeah, and I feel like my skin can't breathe when it's got that stuff on it's it. Because your skin can't breathe. Well, what I've been doing that has been very helpful the last three or four years I've been touring is that I take that little um, umbrella over there, that little white one. It's like a parasol. Oh, yeah. And I, when I have to go out in the sun, I put I put up the parasol. That's cool. So that way I don't have to be slathered in SPF 425 because like you, I'm just, you know, Ale is the moon. Yeah, and plus you get to look like you're at a cotillion. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ought to see this little pretty. Oh, it is a pretty little thing. I'll make a picture of it and put it on the Facebook page. Where'd you get that? Uh, probably so, Salvation Army or Goodwill. So it wasn't you know. like handed down a hundred. No, years. no, no. No, it's a plain old plastic umbrella. It's just got a little ruffle on the bottom. <laughs> it's very pretty. So yeah, you might see me wearing nothing but a sarong and some... Uh, River shoes, and then I'll have that lovely cotillion yeah. um, umbrella over my head. It, it makes a big difference, though. I I just wear a hat. It makes a huge difference for me. The problem with that is I'm almost always wearing a durag, mm. and my head sweats like a little bitty baby. So when I first get hot, I get beads of sweat on my upper lip, just like a child does, <laughs> and then I get them across my nose, just, just like, like a, a child, child does. And then my whole forehead starts sweating, my whole head starts sweating. Ah. And that's the way I have always sweated my what? whole life. I thought I would outgrow it and sweat like a grown-up, but no, that's the way I sweat. <laughs> so if I put on, if I have on a do-rag, it absorbs a good portion of that moisture. But if I put on a hat, it just makes me sweat more. <laughs> okay. right. Forget that. But it protects my face from the sun, you know. But That's true. Yeah, I just can't. I so the umbrella is better. Yeah. I don't know. I just try to stay in the shade as much as I can. Isn't that awful? No, it's not. I'm just a shady kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> a shady I am person. pretty. I'm a shady character. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know what to say to I know. There's nothing you can say. Um, yeah, flummoxed. You're fl oh my flummoxed. gosh, y'all, I flummoxed Miss Alicia. She's flummoxed. <laughs> oh no. What will we do now? And y'all, you can't see what we're doing, but we keep looking. I look over Alicia's shoulder and she turns her back to me because we have little baby birds on the back porch. Yes, we do. And we just realized they were there, so we've been... S peeking at them, spying on them, listening to them. Yeah, and the the parent will come in, and you'll hear, <laughs> and then the parents feed them and fly away. They get quiet. Shh, I don't want anybody to know we're here. But I'm gonna have to go peek at them in a minute. See how many of them there are. And there's also she showed me a bird nest on the windowsill, the lower windowsill. It's a big one too. Yeah, and it is a big nest and. Some some bird, very smart bird, I guess, decided to open up the covering that you had put on there. For <laughs> and the open wintertime. up the corner of the screen. Yeah, and, and build it right literally in. And it's a big nest. I mean, it's like big like a small owl nest. So I don't, know, I don't know who it is. I hope you find out. Wouldn't that be fun yeah. if we had baby owls? Or crows. It yeah, won't be crows because they crows. build so high. Up. Yeah, and and they don't build that kind of circular nest either. They don't. They have they they have a big open kind of nest, okay. like a like a uh, like an eagle does. I think a big open sort There's of eagle nest. Or oh, something. they're huge. I I get somewhat fascinated 
with the cameras that are put on the animals mm -hmm. and stuff. And I did watch that eagle nest that had the little eggs that were getting ready hatched. Yes. The eaglets. Yes. And those eaglets were huge. They were huge. Well, there's that funny one from um, somewhere in Scandinavia where this guy thought that the pigeons had come to roost in his window box again. He was so mad because he couldn't grow his flowers or whatever. I come to find out it was like giant owls. <laughs> and these big, these baby owls, you know, are huge. And they would stand in the window box and watch him. And when he watched TV, they would stand. He would be sitting in front and they'd be standing behind him watching TV. Wow. It was hilarious. That I would like. Yeah, I saw me a too. cute one in the Earth Critter group. Mm -hmm. This gal had posted, and it was not a bird thing, it was a dog. And this guy said, well, I saw my dog, and he was all the way out in the middle of the lake. I guess the guy had a lake house, and dog was in the middle of the lake. Come to find out, the dog had seen a baby doe struggling in the oh. middle of the lake. And he helped, he helped the doe get across to, to land over there, and then he kind of stood with it and, you know, licked on it a bit and all of that, and the man showed up, and all of this got videoed and took the dog away, which was the right thing. You don't want to touch the doe right, and get right. the human scent on it because the, the mama will abandon it then. Uh, even, I mean, animals know humans are awful. And so she'll be like, well, that's too bad. I, I would have loved yeah. this little doe, but it <laughs> smells now. like a human. So exactly. You smell awful now, so yeah. get out. So, but and the next day, the dog was whining to get outside, and he let him out, and he went found out that the little doe was in the woods at the edge of the property, and they made, you know, they were sniffing each other, and it was like, oh, it was so pretty and beautiful. I wish humans could do that. I despair of us sometimes. I really do. I do too. And then, and then I know people who do such amazing stuff. Mm -hmm. Good people that oh, do yeah. good work in the world, and I just think. Maybe we aren't hearing about those, those people. I don't we need to hear more about those people. We do. Well, I need to focus more on those people because they, there's a lot of them. Yeah. And they're like, what do they call them? Everyday heroes. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just a lot of them who somebody who'll drop everything and go help somebody's mom and get some groceries, yeah. or somebody who will. Well, like uh, we've got a friend. Her name is Sonia. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And Sonia's always picking up a stray animal. Oh, or, my gosh. Sonia's something. amazing. Yeah, I mean, she's always doing something. And Ilsa's always trying to grab somebody up and, and bring them into a group and stuff like that. And I could go on and on and on. Yeah. I think Casimira writes every single day. Right. And she helps people in her writing. And it's like, there I am bitching about all these people who are assholes, and I'm not really doing that much myself. I don't feel like, you know, and he, I see all my friends, and they're they're just kind of digging in and doing their work. Yep. Yeah. I well, do. And what else can you do, really? Well, that's it. That's the whole point. You are the ultimate local, you know, think globally, act locally person. You are that ultimate person. You always do that. You always work in the community. And that's how come you get stuff done. Because, and that's where part of my overwhelmed kind of negativity comes from. Well, what can I do? The world is awful. I can't change the whole world, can I? But the world is not awful at all, is it?
Well, the world is in a is in a sad place, and humans are in a sad place yeah. right now. And part of that is that we've lost some of the underpinnings that made our society feel manageable, and some of those underpinnings we shouldn't have had anyway. I was going to say something along but, those lines. Yeah. So we're trying to recalibrate. Is the word I use all the time for everything? We're trying to re recalibrate what life looks like, hmm. and that's a that's that's a job of work. Hmm. It is. I heard somebody refer to the pandemic as a degaussing, and I I don't know. Oh. If, have you ever heard that term degaussing? Yeah. It's the old old computer monitors, the mm -hmm. first ones that were gray, uh, green. The text was like a oh, glowing yeah. green, yeah. and they were monochrome, and you would have to degauss them because if you didn't. If whatever was on the screen long term uh, would burn yeah. into the screen, yeah. and degaussing would go through and each little pixel, it would sweep it, sweep it, and change yeah. it so that they'd all settle back down where they should. And somebody called the pandemic the great degaussing. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh yeah, that makes sense. It was a uh, yeah, this tech guy that I knew, and he said it, and I instantly was like, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. I just hope we learn whatever we were supposed to learn and that we don't, like right now everybody's like, oh, I just can't wait to get back to normal. Well, normal wasn't good. So much about what we think of as normal, we had adjusted to some pretty terrible stuff. Normal wasn't good. No, I, I agree with I you I don't think we that. need to go back to where we were. We need to think about it. We need to feel our way through it and think our way through it. Uh, I just, I was going to, I had the most witty reply and it just went out of my It's because that little mama bird just showed up with a mouthful of something. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. I am too. I'm, I'm so going to get my camera. I've got yeah. that motion camera. Oh, yeah. And I can put that right there and get really good close-ups oh, and fun. stuff. Oh, fun. That'll be good. Y'all, yep. yeah. baby's on Weird Mountain. We're so excited. We are. I was excited because I finally got the blueberries in. That's good. Mm -hmm. So we got raspberries and blueberries now. I can't believe how good this yard looks. Well, we got the two, two of the raised beds are in, so I'm going to work on the soil there. There's just, I mean, there's a lot to do on a farm. And if this is going to be a farm, i got to set all that foundational stuff in place so that I'm not going, well, why don't we get some bees? We can't get bees because we've got bears. We can get bees when we fence in the bee yard and charge it with electricity so the bears can't eat the bees. Yep. So all of that has to happen. If we're going to have chickens, they got to be, you know, it's got to be like Fort Knox for the chickens so that the raccoons don't eat them and the possums don't eat them and the neighbor's dog running loose doesn't eat them. Mm. I had a funny thing, the last time I was here I was in the back, I remember watering the herb garden or something, and two of the neighbors came walking up that access road and they were like studiously not looking in my direction. I, I ain't having that. <laughs> so I, I said, hey, how are y'all doing? And they were like, hey, we're doing good. And you know, their faces changed, their, their uh, posture changed. Yeah. It was like, oh, well, that's a friendly person. So we were having this little chat, and then we use this huge cat fight next door, and we hear, rawr, 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 rawr. and the three of us were just thinking at each other, and I was like, huh, that didn't sound good, did it? And they were like, no, ma'am, that did not sound good. 
I think we have more cats here than you might think. Than meets the eye. Yeah, I know Emil's got one, but he keeps it mostly indoors now. Yeah, I haven't seen much of him. Freddie Mercury. And for a while, Freddie Mercury would come out in the evening, do his business, and go hang out on the fence there, mm -hmm. which was great. It looked so beautiful. What a photo op. It was. I got the picture somewhere in here. And then Freddie got a girlfriend. Uh-oh. And w once the girlfriend showed up, now we have three or four other Tomcats, I think. Uh, I, I really think there's about three or yeah, four of them. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think they come around at night from across the way. Oh, uh, perhaps. Yes. Yeah. Perhaps. <laughs> well, I'm not. I mean, it's all right. Cats are good. If they're Cats are good if you got mice and rats. I want all the cats and brown and black snakes. Black snakes, yeah. yeah. Eat all the mice. And possums are fine. Possums do eat ticks, but possums also will decimate a fruit crop. Oh. They will go through a grape crop and eat every damn thing. Well, never mind. Well, and I have to think about stuff like that, like the bunnies. Oh, the adorable bunnies in the front yard. And I told you about seeing... Freddie Mercury chased down a baby bunny. Yes. Oh, that little Did monster. it make a sound? I mean, did he get the bunny? No, because the bunny got away and ran away, and I just said, Freddie Mercury, you ain't going to be fast enough to catch that bunny, and he wasn't. So, bunny got away that time. I mean, the reason rabbits have a lot of babies is that they're delicious, and a lot of predators eat them. Yes, and I know. So, I think about that, and it's like, oh, Bunnies, well, they're nice. Well, I just put in two raised beds out there. I'm going to have to fence them because all a bunny has to do is just hop, hop, and eat everything in that raised bed. Everything. Mm. Which yeah. will not make me happy. About three or four years ago, Brian and I were at this place in Hendersonville that was like a hot dog world or something. Really nice hot dog diner from the 50s uh -huh. and it's right in the middle of town and I see something black hop by my foot when I was leaving and it was tiny and it was a tiny baby black angora bunny the huge it looked like a moving black cotton ball wow. there was so much fur wow. and we tried our best and we put notes out and talk to everybody and I think I don't know why that kind of bunny was out yeah, in the middle of weird. town. Ooh. I hate to Did you it. catch it or you No, just, we tried uh, for hours and never did catch it. Huh. I came back the next day. Oh, I hear them. Yeah. I wish y'all could hear them. Look. Feed me, feed me, feed me. And you have not seen any bird at all at the window, right? I haven't, but Just I don't the, check it very often. Okay. Oh, well, that's true. I try to, you know, I usually keep the blind closed, so they can do whatever they need to. If a bird actually is nesting, still nesting there, then I'll bet you at night it'll yeah. you'll hear it. Well, I'm going to be here tonight. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll hear something. Yeah, That'd that's be what good. I'm thinking. Hmm. If I don't drink that whole bottle of whiskey, I might be able to hear it tonight. And then you might, who knows what you'll see tonight. <laughs> I might be hearing the angels singing. No, you probably hope not. <laughs> I hope not. That has a strange meaning. It, it does. Yeah. You know, I think they're all singing out there now because it looks like it's going to rain. 
they're getting in their last little bit of this is my territory, stay away, before it decides to rain. Because it's gotten really deeply green out the back door. Yeah, I think we're going to get a good one. It's been so hot. It has. Well, and it's what I remember, one of my chief memories of the summer when I was growing up here is that it would get hot, hot, oppressively hot. And about 4 o'clock every day, there'd be a big old thunderstorm for yep. about 45 minutes, cool everything off, mm -hmm. and then the evening would usually be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And that's just what the pattern was, and that's why when I was growing up, we never watered the garden. Was that in the 70s? Yeah. I, I have a friend who grew up in West Asheville who talked to me about that. Now, see, I don't remember it for some reason, but talked to me about that, and I guess maybe that was the year that the church burned or got struck by lightning, that's right. The one in West Asheville? Yeah, got the steeple oh, got struck we, by We were lightning. so awful, we called that the Blasted Baptist Church. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Baptist church, I think. I don't remember. Or maybe Church of God, I don't know. No, it wasn't Church of God for sure. Or the Boy Scouts wouldn't have had their meetings there, you see? That's how I know. And that's where the haunted house was, too, by the way. It was down in the basement <laughs> there. But, uh, yeah, so this, this friend of mine was telling me how, about how every afternoon, about 3 or 4 o'clock, a big old thunderstorm would happen. And he was a kid at the time. And then the church got hit by lightning. And he said he really thought the world was going to end because he just didn't understand that weather. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was pretty standard. If you think about it, that's kind of standard rainforest stuff. It's hot, 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 hot. And then, then a big downpour, and yeah. then it cools off and heats up the next day. <sighs> Back in the day. Well, mm. we've been really blessed with rain. Past few years, we've had almost normal rain. What feels like almost normal rain. We had that terrible drought for I don't know how many years. I was going to say, we've had kind of normal numbers at the end of the year when they compile it. But the way we get to those normal numbers is odd because... It's not normal. You see, we, yeah. we're having drought, and then we get three weeks of flooding rains, yeah. and so it brings the numbers up. It's I don't know what to think about this. I know the Christians say it's the end of times, and that well, this is one of the signs. Well, but they've been saying that for about 2,000 damn years. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I'll take that back because there weren't Christians 2,000 years ago, but 1,500 years. For 1,500 <laughs> years, they've been saying it's the end of the world. Uh, that, that's and at some point, they're going to be right, because even a stopped clock is right twice a day. Mm -hmm. So sooner or later, if they keep saying it, it yeah. will be accurate. It, it's it's weird, because I, I kind of grew up checking on that. Because I would prophecy. hear about it. Yeah, I'd hear about it yeah. all the time. And so when I would hear about something weird in the world going on, I'd, I'd put a check mark by that one. Huh. And I think a lot of people did. Yeah. That whole, where will you be in eternity, heaven or hell? That mattered to me. I wanted to go to heaven, even though I didn't know what heaven was. <laughs> well, and if you ever, you know, drank a bottle of whiskey and read the book of Revelation, whoa, mother, <laughs> it's the whore of Babylon, and she's riding on the, the rocket of, rock of Gibraltar or something, <laughs> I don't know. It's very dramatic, that is yes. for sure, and lots of interesting sort of science fiction creatures, really, if you yeah. think about it. Yeah. Yeah. If you were on Star Trek, you'd probably land on a planet that had all them creatures on it. Maybe. But they wouldn't call her the Horror Babylon. She'd have a different name. Probably. Yeah. You're right. That's an interesting thought, too. <laughs> <laughs> to Star Trek, the uh, the Book of Revelations? Yeah. 
what would Spock say about chapter 2, verses 4 through 17? Huh? What would Spock say? What would Spock say? Wasn't that a t-shirt? Not, lo not logical. That was a t-shirt. It was not logical. Ask Spock about... Or he would say, fascinating. 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 About Ezekiel. <laughs> oh, Ezekiel saw the wheel way up in the middle of the air. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty crazy too. Ezekiel's wheel that you're talking uh -huh. about is a UFO. That's what people are always saying. It's gotta be a UFO. What else? Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have. So I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals.